Man, it feels good. It's going to take a lot of real estate, though, on your arm. You think so? I mean, yeah, that'll cover up that hole right here, right? Well, I'm going to get it smaller. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get it smaller. Okay. And plus, we get paid three times as much. So. There you go. There you go. I'm not worried about that. Well, no. I, yeah, no, no, say it's like, okay, whatever. But I just like, you know, you can have a gaming sleeve. It's like, you want to have a lot of like spots and like gaming. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna get right here, because then I can move up, and then save reserve these two spots up here for Zelda and something else. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my top five favorite games of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Should get like a Borderlands tattoo. <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> I can see you doing that. Oh gosh, let me get this podcast started. I mean, we're already recording. Dang, I wish they had some good stuff on here, but they don't. They never have good stuff there. They they never do, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see my new tree? Oh, the one that she's working on right now. Yeah. That's a tree. Yeah. Oddly enough, those things are called trees, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. It's not just a stick in my yard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why <laughs> we do the things that we do. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a white dogwood. I think she said the breed is called Cherokee Princess. Really? Yeah, that's what the breed's called, so. Oh gosh. <laughs> that's silly. <laughs> Welcome to the AWA Gaming Podcast, episode 115, I think. Yeah. 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 We're slowly getting through the, the teens as they seem to have problems like normal. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the awkward teen years yet again. <laughs> we're doing this old school, like, throwback to, like, pre-COVID where we're in the same spot. Me and Stone are here today. How yep. you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm doing a lot better. I got the second dose of the vaccine. <laughs> few days ago so we're we're doing all right now. yeah understandable man like i get mine next monday so i can it's gonna be a fun time there you go i'm ready to get this all knocked out right someone said like so are you still gonna or like you're gonna wear a mask after you're like maybe like you never know well you you should you should still wear a mask out in public uh whenever you're uh going around even if you've already been vaccinated uh because you can still carry the disease and spread it to others mm-hmm. even if you're you know technically yeah. immunized or have the resistance to the virus uh so wearing a mask is still a good good idea until we get that threshold of yeah immunity, yeah basically. everyone's like what do you think I'm like I, i'm like look i'm almost vaccinated leave me alone quit asking me about my mask like do you have your mask i'm like yeah i got my mask but sheesh guys but like if you're like it's a mostly happy easter weekend yeah mm-hmm. good gosh a lot of people coming in town for that type of stuff yeah the gym was dead man <laughs> Oh, yeah? Jim was dead for that. Like, nobody was there. Like, All right. I can hop on any machine I want. For real? I was only in there for like 45 minutes because, like, look, I'm tired. I'm cutting everything in half. Mm-hmm. So, let's go. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you know, you, you don't have to sit there and wait, you know, 10 minutes for each machine <laughs> so you can get on it or whatever. So, you're good now. Yeah, for real, man. It's just like, All right, let's get out of here. Let's go. So, where would you like to start? Uh, if you're not familiar or you do things here at AWA Gaming, we'll look at video games in the way that it might be influential to the gaming community, and we're just here to talk shit and shit yeah. the shit. <laughs> we talk that good shit. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess we, you know, we start with the, the biggest and most pressing thing is, uh, you know, Outriders release. Yeah. 
Um, I'm really liking the game. Uh, it's like I said before, when I was playing the demo, you know, I really like the, the gameplay of it, the, the combat loop. I like the gear and the customization. Like, I've already got a build going that I've been leveling with, and it's been really good and really... Mm-hmm. Like, I like the... I like how the crafting system works. It's, it's uh, you know, it's simple, but effective, essentially. Mm-hmm. You can do... Uh, you know, just a few simple things with it, but it it ends up being very potent and very powerful. Um, so I've been enjoying it a lot. Whenever I can play the damn game, <laughs> um, that seems to be the topic. Really, like, like it's uh, been having some connectivity issues, and yeah, exactly. Um, it's uh, this is people can fly is like first like game of their own basically uh, it's being published by Square Enix yeah uh, but the developers have, haven't really done this like a, a full AAA game on their own before um, mm-hmm. they've done like some freelance work for uh, the Gears series and uh, on Bulletstorm and a few others um, but yeah so Square Enix is, is uh, publishing it and apparently they're helping uh, with the server uh, load and, and uh, hardware infrastructure I guess mm-hmm. um so you would think that Square running, you know, one of the most popular MMOs online, you know, Final Fantasy XIV online, uh, would be able to handle, uh, you know, server infrastructure and people connecting to their servers, you know, like by the dozens and millions and whatever. Uh, but that is, uh, it's not always the case. Um, Friday, like, at, like all afternoon here in, you know, Kentucky Central Time area in the U.S., um, starting at like one o'clock like it just you could not connect to the game you could not oh really their entire core infrastructure was just down until I don't know like at least past six o'clock damn dude yeah that's... <laughs> on on the, the day after they launch you know yeah like their servers they just took them down and they they had to do a major overhaul mm-hmm. and I'm like this is launch weekend like they're doing like A plus on communication they're, they're, they got a Twitter going, they're on Reddit, they're on the Steam forums, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're everywhere, they're talking to people, and they're figuring shit out, and they're they're letting us know what they're doing, and it's great, but they're still having issues, which is not great. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, though, like, even though uh, Square Enix seems to be, I guess they are just a publisher, we're talking about, like, they know, like, Final Fantasy XIV is one of their biggest games, but we can just go back to like we people having connectivity issues even with Avengers. So yeah. for us to see it with this, it's like you guys should learn your lesson by now, right? Why are we having these kind of issues? I would think so, but it's also kind of on the developer too, because of course they're they're the ones that are creating the code and everything. It's just like Square is like helping providing you know infrastructure and helping you know publish the game essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So like get, get it out to the public and everything. Talk to uh, you know, the storefront owners, that sort of thing, and, and handle all that stuff. Um, you know, people can fly. They're they're the ones that are just like we're just making like the actual game, and everything around it is being handled by Square. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're over here getting things ready. We've got a D and D game going. So if you hear me type in the background, that's me. <laughs> Everyone's telling me what kind of sandwiches they want right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But. Um, when you're able to play it, it's been fun. Yes. What, 
outside the builds, like, how's the story? How's the voice acting? How's all that kind of stuff? Um, I think the voice acting is pretty good. They definitely fixed... There were some weird audio issues in the demo where, yeah. like, audio lines would start, like, a second before, like, the actual animations would go. So, it was out of sync. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they fixed that, no problem. That was in the day one patch. Um, I think the voice acting is good. I mean, there's some line, you know, there's always going to be something that's like, man, man, that was a little, like, forced, I think. Um, it definitely, uh, they definitely kind of crafted more of a character with the Outrider that you play as. Uh, you choose male or female. Uh, there's not a whole shit ton of customization options as far as your avatar is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I haven't experienced the female voice acting or anything. But the the you know the male voice actor, uh, you know he sounds good. Um, you know I think that they they definitely gave him a bit of a personality. Uh, I like the story so far. It actually kind of the story explains like why you respawn basically. Like it, it kind of goes into like stuff like that, and it kind of explains game mechanics in a way. And I I, I enjoy that sort of thing. Um, you know, because I'll suspend my disbelief. I get it. You know, it's a game. We get to gamify it, right? It's like we can't just be hardcore about things. Um, you know, some people like that. But for most people, you know, you, you need to have some give and take here, right? Um, but, you know, it, it's... Uh, I've been enjoying the story so far. I think it leagues better than what Anthem gave us. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's really sad coming from, a, a, you know, a developer, you know, Anthem developer Bioware... You know, known for great single-player and story-driven experiences, mm-hmm. and uh, the story for Anthem sucked. Yeah, my opinion. I mean, heck, we didn't even give you a true ending. Yeah, um, I liked I liked the world that they presented, but I did not like the way they presented it. Yeah, basically. correct. That's how I, Anthem correct. worked out as far as story is concerned. Yeah, um, but yeah, Outriders uh, so far they're telling the story really well. The world itself is compelling too. So there's a there's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. I can't wait to see how you guys feel about the in-game take. Hey! I don't need that. The... Don't need it, don't want it. It's break. I know. Break. Why are you guys recording? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta figure out what, something to have that. I'll like, take care of I'm looking into it. <laughs> Guess we should have closed the door. No. Absolutely. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Uh-huh. Hey, Oscar, when I yeah, you're fine. I have no idea. I am trying to figure out something for my acne, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> Brittany slid in and dropped some stuff. Slides in there and just smacks you with some truth. Yeah. Okay. Whether you want it or not. Whether you want it or not. Like, yeah. uh, so, I'm just looking at like the Discord. Like Some people seem to be having a problem with like the whole rinse and repeat from the ways of it, from Outriders. I mean, that's just Jason, but you never know. <laughs> I mean, I think it's fine. Um, I know that, um, you know, I, I, I think that they're, I think that their combat is like, I think it's good and it flows really well. They have good abilities. Um, I will say there's not a lot of enemy variation as it is right now. I'm about, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty good ways into the game at this point, but, um, they, I mean, it's really just like, okay, well, you've got grunts, and you've got, like, shotgun brutes with heavy armor, you've got melee guys, you got a flamethrower guy, you've got a minigun guy, and you've got captains. Yeah. And the captains are, like, um, they're also altered, uh, so they have, like, the same ability, or similar abilities of what you would have. Um, 
So that's going to neat. Um, they've also got monsters, so we've started to see a few more of those. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just looking at it, like even looking at GameSwipe, like they're reviewing progress right now. They're reviewing it as an eight. So, mm-hmm. like I said, it's good when you play. You're able to play it. That's what. Yeah, I think it's a solid game. I think an eight's a fair a fair score for it. It's not it's not blow your socks off or anything, but it's 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 pretty fun. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. But let's see. So where should we go, guys? Choo, 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 choo. Let's see. My review of progress for Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, about I got about 50 hours in the game. I played a ton of it. Have you completed the story at this point? Story. Okay, see, this is the way that they divided it up. Is that you have, like, your offline mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can do those story quests or whatnot. Then you do the online mode and then finish it out. I've done the online mode part portion because that's where you actually get the better gear and that kind of stuff. So I have seen like credits roll and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, so you're in the end game now. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the end game now. There like, you go. So, uh, like, uh, I was talking to Jacob yesterday. He was like, I can't believe you beat it already. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. all this side farming and doing all this stuff is going to happen eventually. So why not just get through the, the tutorial, which is the story, mm-hmm. and just continue to grind because he said he has just said because I did give him a switch that's an update he said like I don't know how much of this I'm actually going to play because he had to hook it up in his cell, like in his living room mm-hmm. and he's like this is pulling me out of my room and I guess I'm like bro it's a switch you can play it handheld like take it with you wherever you want to go you, anywhere you want to go he's, I'm like and then he's like well I had no room to plug it in my TV like there's no outlet I'm like well that's where that PS4 that you're not playing goes away but you know what I'm saying? Like you're not. You take the PS4 and you put it in the closet <laughs> with your PS2 and your PS3. All right? Yeah, it's like there's just no point behind that because like you're not like. Let's be realistic. When are you? What are you really gonna go back and play? Like he said, but I have a thousand hours in a world. I'm like, let world die. Well, and like, well, also with your PS4, like you can play all those PS4 games on your PS5. Yeah, but he doesn't... Like, there's not enough storage. I'm like, well, we, you do know that the reports are coming out. Like, yeah. I'm like, what's the point in actually keeping this thing? They're trying to shuck it, shuck it out. But back to Rise, it was... It's It's been really fun. I've been playing... Shout out to Raw and like shout out to Jess. Shout out to Goose. Like everybody, like we've all came back. Like I said, it just feels good to like play games or like even yesterday just seeing like you guys were playing Outriders and just in uh, our Discord and just thought like, you know, that's cool. Like this like just to chill, hang out with your friends and uh have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh but the monsters, I, I can I can tell you it's been fun just trying to get better. If I like I said, if I was to end like if we were to do game of the year right now, it might be game of the year for me right now. Yeah, yeah. Not even joking. Not even joking. I've had so much fun. It just. Well, we got we got to wait. Yeah, we got to wait. We got some. We got some shit coming. Yeah, we have. Yeah, but I'm just saying that (laughs) I feel like I've made the statement that when uh, PlayStation did their doc, their uh, what was that PlayStation Direct or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they showed the games. Like I instantly, I said it looks like three straight months of Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, like it's just not even a question at this point yeah well like I say we got we got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart coming out in yeah. the summer 
Um, there's another big title that's coming out in June too, isn't there? I mean, Returnal comes out the end of this Re- month. Yeah, Returnal comes but out. But I'm, I'm not. That's a hard pass on me. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that game. It looks cool and everything, but I'm like, oh, it's my vibe. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, we got a lot. I mean, you know, we got um, you know, uh, Horizon Forbidden West coming out yeah. this winter. Um, supposedly, God of War's coming out this year too, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I would think it would come out next year, but you know. Like, yeah, like everything's supposed to come out this year. But even with that being said, though, Stone, it's just that right. Like Monster Hunter just has a certain vibe to it, like where you like can take turns hunting monsters, and you're getting that gear. So, like, well, if you eventually want to go down that weapon path, you already have it because you've done that much hunting. Mm-hmm. Like I like it's taking that quality of life of like I don't know if you play Monster Hunter World. I played it a little bit. Yeah. was my jam. Yeah, so it's like, uh, like I don't know if you remember, like when you were collecting bone piles, mm-hmm. and like you had to sit there and hold. Yeah. Hold to get the bone piles. This one just click circle, and it collects all three pieces. Yeah. Like to me, it's like that's faster. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Why do I need to sit here for like ten seconds and yeah. do a stupid animation or whatever? Yeah, and then like for Jacob, I guess because he's so in love with world, it's like, well, they took that away. I'm like. Why? Why does that bother you? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like we're just we're just trying to speed it up here a little bit. You yeah, know? it's like take out ten seconds here and there. It's like how how long after you know harvesting like thousands of bone piles and sitting there for ten seconds a piece or whatever? How long have you really spent? Doing yeah, just that. Yeah, and he was like, "There's no scout flies in this game." I'm like, nope, you just go straight to the monster. Here it is. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do that than sitting there pick up tracks or something like that. I mean, I guess that gives you the lore that you I feel like that's hunter. cool, like yeah. the first time. Yeah. But the 20th time, it's like, all right, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't care. Like, like, this is the step in the right direction. And with the switch skills that they added compared to like the clutch call, I don't know if you've seen it from Iceborne, but if. If I was to score it right now, it's leaning anywhere between influential and very influential for like the rating system that AOE Gaming gives. Mm-hmm. It's leaning that way for all the positive vibes and like I've I've told my group like that I'm part of like I refuse to be trash in this game. Mm-hmm. Like I might die once or twice, but like I refuse to be trash. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's fair. Like because in Iceborne I've got carried a lot or something like that, but that's what made me want to beat the game because like to help other people out. Mm-hmm. That way I can do that and just be. <laughs> you can hop on my back, guys. <laughs> yeah, <all> right. <laughs> like just to be like someone. Like, well, they can count on because mm-hmm. of course people might talk about how Raw is a toxic group, but like whatever there's some really cool people in there that mm-hmm. just want to play the game or just have fun mm-hmm. and like they watch anime they do the same they, they're people too <laughs> yeah. they, they's good people. yes they, there's some good people and hell they're like you're one of the most chillest people in here Arizona. whatever and that's funny because they had auditions for that shit to like get into the group yeah and I would just like I saw Zach shout out to Zach Fife the man and Dorian Dorian actually lives here in Kentucky. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> like 30 minutes away from us. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. But anyways, like that, I've just seen them post about a bunch of stuff and people wanted to join their group. Like they went to the straight and like that post. I was like, yo, Zach, what does it take to get into the your group, my guy? And they just saw me and you're like, oh, well, if you want to get here, here's your invite. Here you go. <laughs> right? yeah. They're like, screw all this extra bullshit to try to get in. Just... 
go. <laughs> let's just let's just have a good time. <laughs> yeah. But no, Rise is a good game. Outriders is a good game. Just realized two online games of service are kicking it right now. Yeah. Well, Outriders is not. It it does not you know call itself a games of service game. Um, it's really intended to be like a single player story experience that you can play in co op. Um, it's very much it's focused on its story. It's mm-hmm. not really marketing itself as yeah. like a live service game or anything. So. Yeah, and then what rises? It was just such a big cliffhanger, like such a big cliffhanger mm-hmm. that it's like this isn't over. And just the fact that they're adding so many more monsters at the end of this month tells me that maybe this game was rushed out. Like it just feels that way. Well, a game that's not being rushed out apparently is Lego Star Wars. Yeah, it is, bro. Uh, the Skywalker Saga has been delayed indefinitely. <laughs> that game was. So, I thought that game was about to come out too. It was, because it was set to come out in spring of 2021. Hey, it's spring of 2021. Yeah. And they're like, uh, yeah, by the way, we're going to take more time with this. Uh, I mean, it's a massive, massive game. I mean, think about it. You're, you're talking about the Star Wars saga. That's episodes one through nine. You know, that's all of them. <laughs> I wonder. So they're wanting to cover literally every single Star Wars movie that has, you know, in, in the mainline I wonder how long that game's going to be, though. I mean, it, it'd have to be like a hundred hours at least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, just playing the fucking movies back to back is like fifteen. Yeah. yeah. How long is the Star Wars? Uh, yeah. No, Lego Star Wars. They they've said it's a huge game. They've got at least five hundred different Star Wars characters that they have to include in the game to for it to even make sense, really. Oh, good gosh. So, I mean, it's just, like, it's massive. And I understand why they would delay it. Because, you know, it's it's like we keep saying, you know, a, a bad game that's put out will always be a bad game. Mm-hmm. You know, a delayed game has the chance of at least being a good game. Mm-hmm. Right? If you put out a, a game too early and it's just, it's bad, then it will just always be bad, basically. I was actually looking at this game, though, like a couple of months ago. I was like, am I going to play this? It looks kind of funny. Like, I, don't, I might play it. Well, <laughs> I mean, the Lego Star Wars games are pretty awesome because they're they're kind of a satirical take, you know, on the, the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still that. It's still, like, the story and everything. It just kind of is has fun with itself and doesn't take itself seriously. So Yeah. I mean, you know, who doesn't like Lego? Yeah, it's a Lego game, and so why even bother? I, I thought it was kind of cool, though, um, that they decided to do the entire series, though. Oh, good gosh, man. I, I just can't believe it. But... Like we said, the late game has the potential to be a good game. Final Fantasy coming out. Uh, update. It's supposed to be tested on PS5. Yeah, uh, so they, they should have the open beta for the PS5 um, soon. I don't remember the exact date. Do you know when it was? Uh, got it right here. We need to get the camera, man, soon. <laughs> you know when they can do camera? May 14th? Oh, okay. They said this month, but that's not this month. Uh, uh, I got April 13th. April 13th? IGN. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, they should be putting that out um, on next-gen console soon. Um, you know, I guess that means that eventually they're going to cut service for the PS4, which would be really interesting because 
You know, whenever uh, 14 first came out, um, it was on PlayStation 3 and PC, right? And then PS4 came out. It was out on PS4 for a long time. And eventually, they had to stop supporting the PS3 because it was holding back development for PC and PS4. So they had to actually just in-service on that console. So now they're going to the next generation of PS5. So Are they going to cut? Is there, are they cutting it? I don't is know. That, is that just your idea? Thinking that well, it, that that would be years down the road, right? There was a long time where there was PS3 and PS4 players, and they, you know, on the the servers as well. Um, so the, there's a, I don't know. It depends on how long they want to keep supporting 14 for, or if they just want to make a new MMO like what they did in in 14 and make like Final Fantasy 17 online or yeah. something, right? You know. Yeah. So just in your opinion, when is it? Because we're talking about cutting services, and that is a topic on here. Mm. When is it appropriate to let the certain consoles die to get a new one? Uh, I mean, like your personal take on that. Well, at a certain point, um, developing a game for an old console is hindering your creativity and hindering gaming as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because you you need bigger and better hardware to do bigger and better spectacles and things and games and entertainment, right? So, if you're developing for, like, say, the PS3 or PSP, you know, that came out ages ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's just... You're putting out a game on a console that, you know, maybe nobody plays or even has anymore. Um, you're putting out, you know, content... Uh, that has to limit itself to run on such old hardware that it can't be up to par on current gen hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that you know at this point we got the PS5 out. Like I get it with Sony, you know, cutting off the store for the PS3. Yeah, it sucks. Um, and I would hope that they don't like make you like just lose all of your content that you bought on that store. Oh, correct, correct. So, because that, that's a bit fucked up in my opinion. Like, I've got games on the PlayStation 3 uh, store that I probably need to go and look at and get my PS3 booted up and everything and download whatever I want. But, it's like, you know, it's I spent a lot of money on that store to buy my licenses, you know, for software, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens to me now that I don't have my games anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the question that I have. And, I mean, if you're just going to shut the store down and say, sorry about your fucking luck, uh, you know, that's, honestly, that's kind of the, the, that's the biggest drawback of buying digital versus buying a physical game. Mm-hmm. Is you can, you always could have that problem. Yeah. Tomorrow... Sony could go under and we could just lose the PlayStation store on PS5, PS4. Any of your digital games could just go away. Because mm-hmm. you bought a digital thing and it's not like, you know, it's not a thing in your hand that you can yeah, take around. Correct. So that, that's kind of the, the drawback, right? Um, I mean, I, I get it, but like, I hope that they do something, you know, for the consumer that you know, spent money and interacted with your store for so long. So. Yeah. So, like, I'm just, like, I guess I see that, but I was just, like, the question was more, when do you, like, personally feel like it's time to get a new console? 
Like at what part point in time? When it's time to get a new console, like, like a yeah, next like, gen yeah, console. Like yeah, you personally, like because um, so I would say that you know, I mean, if you want to play the the newest and latest game, you know, you want to be bleeding edge and stuff, then yeah, sure, get it on launch day or as soon as you can, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know, realistically, it's like, well, what game or what you know software, what what feature can you just not do without? Right, like for me, it's like the game that would sell me the console is the next God of War or the next Horizon game. You know, that's what really would have sold me on a PS5. And it's like that, that was like as soon as those come out, it's like, all right, I need to be serious about getting a console, right? Yeah, I just happened to be able to purchase one from a store at a you know, at MSRP. So I was just like, well, I got the opportunity, I'm just gonna take it, right? Um. But, yeah, so I would say, you know, for the individual, all things being equal, you know, it's like, it's up to, it's up to your preferences, right? It's whatever, uh, whatever game or software or whatever thing, you know, makes you really excited about having that console. And mm-hmm. if that's out, then, you know, that's probably when you need to get a new console. Yeah. I just think, like, after a certain point in time, it's like, well, if that game is only coming to it, then I will get, might as well just get that. Mm-hmm. Same way it may have with Breath of with the Switch. It was like Breath of the Wild was coming out. Mm-hmm. I got a Wii U just to play this game. <clears throat> but if it's coming to the new console, you might as well just grab the new console as well instead of just seeing how that, the Breath of the Wild, is the Wii U's last game. Like, that was the last game for it. So I'm like, you might as well just move up. Breath of the Wild killed the Wii U. I mean, <laughs> I mean, these reports of the Switch Pro coming out it means I'm gonna have to get a Switch Pro because I know Zelda's gonna be better on that than this. I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, might as well grab it. And like I said, like if we do get a Switch Pro, hopefully, hopefully Rise gets a free upgrade. That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how that goes. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that the uh, the Witcher threes update, you know, yeah. is going to be, uh, you know, free update for PS five, Xbox Series X. If you own it on, you know, PS four or whatever. Or yeah. So we I was having this conversation last night with Jacob, um, because like it was Monster his first time playing Monster Hunter, so I brought my Switch over and we start playing. Pretty dope shit. Oh, it is in the article. It will arrive as a free update for. Uh, current generation consoles or PC? My, no, the question is, is that no? He's like he says that it's so that game is so old. Well, you're saved it to be able to be carried over. Well, I mean, it should be the same game. Yeah. So shouldn't be any reason why it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's gonna look like. That's gonna be. I wouldn't know if it's gonna be like a free, like a free switch. Like, like you can tell the difference. Well, I wouldn't think I wouldn't think that like the PS5 like say okay going from like PS4 to PS5 right I would think that visually it probably will look a little better but probably not much better than what it did on like a PS4 Pro right mm-hmm. um, it might run better though like it might be better optimized to take advantage of the PlayStation 5 hardware mm-hmm. right so like your load screens will just be like gone basically right if you mm-hmm. fast travel or whatever yeah um so, I mean, not that there was, I don't, I played it, I didn't play through the entirety of Witcher 3, I, I got through like 60% of it, and then Jason took his copy back. Um, he took his copy back? <laughs> yeah, he had a physical copy that I played, I, I oh. never bought it. Oh. Um, 
I never, I never actually beat it all the way through, but it was, uh, I don't really remember there being a fuck ton of load screens in that game. Yeah, there are. When you start fast traveling, there's, yeah. a, there's a ton. Uh, I guess I was just like going everywhere on Roach, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I would go around and like hit up all the shrines and like all the little side things and stuff like that. So like, I'd be like, oh, I need to get over here. Well, I'm just going to hit up this trend and then yeah. zigzag all around and then get to my objective. But it's been about 200 hours doing that. Yeah. yeah. But no, I. that's kind of cool that it's coming out again. Mm-hmm. So people might not have this, you know, sour taste from Cyberpunk. But no, they do. <laughs> we still do because there's the more. That's a cyberpunk. I meant CD Projekt Red because cyberpunk it got a, its next patch, but it causes other problems. Oh well, yeah, you, you know it's uh, <laughs> yeah, you got ninety nine bugs in the code. You take one down, patch it around. Now there's one hundred and twenty seven <laughs> bugs in the code. So you know, <laughs> it's like they're trying to correct the recipe, but they can't seem to correct the recipe. <laughs> right. Well, it's like it's like taking like fixing one part of it causes other things to break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And that's just how it is with a you know massive piece of software like what a, a video game would be. Um, I, I wouldn't even want to think about what the code would look like on that. I, I only have a passing knowledge of what um, like how how programming works and everything. And like, hmm, um, nope. Uh, <laughs> that is one puzzle that would be too much for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I actually downloaded the update for uh, for Cyberpunk. But I haven't started the game up yet because I've been playing other things. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, well, like Outriders most recently. Yep. But, um, I had a, I had a hankering for a survival game. Like I wanted to play something like you know, um, survivally aspect stuff. So I downloaded uh, Fallout Four and started a new playthrough on survival mode on that. Fallout Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, a, it's passable. It's like, it's like, it's got some survival aspects to it that they kind of lumped on top of the Fallout 4 game. Yeah. Which I'm like, all right, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, pretty much, uh, good gosh. I guess your next survival game will be Dying Light 2 whenever it comes out. Yeah, if it ever comes out. <laughs> I mean, it's made the promise. Yeah, it's not really a survival game, though. It doesn't have the, like, food and water management and, like, sleeping and stuff like that that was in and that's that's the stuff that I've wanted like to interact with oh yeah seeing how we are on this CD Projekt Red kick right now how do you feel about them saying that they might cancel their multiplayer idea I mean as long as it's like a I don't know like if it's like a separate piece of software and it doesn't take away from anything you know what try it out go nuts with it right like honestly like uh, multiplayer games that have come out of single player games um you know that it's like the multiplayer mode like seems like it has no right being there right i have actually been pretty solid um like mass effect 3's multiplayer was pretty well received a lot of people liked it a lot oh really um and uh the last of us you know their, their multiplayer mode was like really good yeah and it's just kind of disappointing that they didn't have it in this one yeah honestly and so i'm like you know what man you do you you go nuts you make a make a multiplayer mode or a multiplayer version of your game or whatever and go for it see what happens i mean i do know that what's the name of ghost of shishima's multiplayer mode was great Mm -hmm. 
Like a lot of people said, like after playing that, like yeah, this is game of the year. <laughs> like after yeah. like for them. Yeah, I, I didn't actually play any of the multiplayer stuff. So you didn't go back and beat it. <laughs> did you beat I, it? No, I beat it. You did beat Ghost. Yeah, I beat Ghost. Did you let him? Like spoiler alert. <laughs> but did you let him live or no? Uh yeah, no, I killed his ass. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't kill him. I went full Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> There was just a certain point in that game where it's like, let's just beat the ghost of the Shushima. <laughs> yeah. Like, so no. Um, I don't know. And they promise to make their marketing better. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I get it. Like, uh, honestly, that is kind of the problem, right? Is that you, you, they announced Cyberpunk like years ago, like eight years ago or something stupid. Yeah. Uh, that they were going to work on this t- uh, project, right? Mm-hmm. And so people have just been waiting for it with anticipation, just getting themselves hyped up. And the problem is, you build up that much hype, and you're never ever going to live up to it. Yeah, I don't care if there wasn't a single fucking bug in Cyberpunk 2077. It's still some. It would have pissed somebody off. Something would have been wrong with it. Um, so I'm looking at their marketing right now. I didn't really look at the picture. Cyberpunk 2077. Patches and updates, free DLC, next-gen update. Mm-hmm. And then for The Witcher, it says The Witcher Monster Slayer. What the hell is that? I don't know. You're getting a Monster Hunter mode in The Witcher. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. With one character that can only use a sword. That's right. <laughs> Good gosh. That's all you're going to get. Uh, the Witcher 3 next-gen update, then further development of Gwent. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so that's... I mean, there. I guess Jason fucking loves Gwent. He played the standalone Gwent too. Okay, like the the actual just like Gwent card game that yeah. was on Steam or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't really care for card games that are in my video games. I just want to play the game. Man. Why not? I don't. I just don't want to. <laughs> the card games are dope though. They're all right, but I'm just like. Man, I just want to—I just want to like fight shit with the fucking sword. Leave me alone. Oh yeah. Fuck out of here with these damn trading cards. <laughs> I do enough of that shit. <laughs> you say you don't like a game within the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for the most part, you know what I mean. It's like I just want to play the game. Yeah. You know, I, I don't really like. They're kind of cute, and it's like okay, whatever. Like I'll play it like once or twice or interact with it, but I'm like, all right, man, let's get back <laughs> to the real shit now. <laughs> Yeah, but then some of the real shit, you got to get through that. Uh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, whatever. Oh, guys. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Oh, it's an AR game. Hold on, what? <laughs> uh, uh, the Witcher Monster Slayer AR game. Interesting. So, is it like a mobile game? Is that what the, yeah, yeah. Well, like, like, like Pokemon Go is yeah. technically AR. Yeah. Yeah. Well, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that that's what that was. Okay. In 2022, CD Projekt will begin parallel AAA game development. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, welcome to the 21st century, you know, CD Projekt Red. Um, a lot of devs work on multiple titles at once. I mean, I think it's kind of a, a milestone for devs, honestly. It, it, you have to have such a... You have to have a critical mass of team, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to be able to have enough people to work on two projects at once. Mm-hmm. Um so, I mean, I think it's good for them. Uh, it'll open up, you know, avenues and it'll make them less, um, like, dependent on their games being critical successes, essentially, right? Yeah. So, they it'll, it'll allow them to make mistakes 
Which will take pressure off of them, I think. Yeah. You can add hot sauce to this shit, bro. It's fine. Right? Fine. I promise you. You'll, you'll be fine. Maybe a little blue cheese. I know a lot of people don't like blue cheese. So. <laughs> I like blue cheese, so. Oh, that's good. Someone has to. All right. Let's see. Where are we at? Um, E3 paywall. Yeah, man. What do you think of that? Uh, well, E3 said that they're not making anything premium content. All, all of their... Because E3 this year is digital. It's all online, all digital. So all of their digital showcases um, should be free uh, to access and stream and watch. Um, and they they said that, you know, that, that is, they're not putting anything behind a paywall. So... I can't believe they thought that, like, who found that, though? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, uh, VCG, you know, reached out to the, uh, the you know, the organizers behind E3 uh, for comment. They replied, you know, yeah, no, all this stuff, it should there should be no elements that are behind a paid wall or, you know, a paid pass or anything like that. Uh, but there was a, a rumor floating around. I guess they, they had kind of floated the idea to... Um, or not, not the organizers of E3, but um, the ESA, uh, which is mm-hmm. what the hell does that stand for? Um, Entertainment Software of America or something? Or uh, ESA. Oh gosh, this is a funny little tidbit. Bill Murray's actually trending on Twitter right now. You want to know why? Was that because the Space Jam Two trailer came out today? Is he in Space Jam 2? No, but he was in 1. I know he's in 1. <laughs> yeah. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> the, the thing is, though, it says this. People, it's trending because people are pointing out that Michael Jordan had Bill Murray help him defeat the Monstars in the original Space Jam after seeing LeBron James trying to recruit Superman and Iron Man to defeat his nemesis in the trailer for Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Le- LeBron James is asking Iron Man and Superman? Yeah. Like, like Henry Cavill and Robert Downey Jr.? I don't know. but Or like like cartoon characters. I don't know. I, I don't know what would be funnier, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan had Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. Le- LeBron James got the real players. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I, um, I just had to see that. But, yeah, so the uh, ESA stands for the Entertainment Software Association. That's what it was. Um, but, yeah, so apparently the ESA had kind of floated the idea to some uh, developers saying that, you know, we would charge like $35 for entry or whatever. No. And they were just like, no, don't do that. Do not do that. Because E3, like last year, was pre-COVID, was dying anyways. Yeah, well... Uh, pre-COVID, yeah, they were well. They were working on switching it from a just like a trade show, like a developer, you know, gamer game conference trade show, uh, to more of a like fandom convention sort of thing. It should be that way, though. Know? Yeah, but it, it has its roots in some things, and you know, people are resistant to change. So uh changing it all at once was kind of a big shock for people to do something like that and they that's why they didn't do it um well yeah last year's event was just flat out canceled yeah because of covid uh so they said that this year it would be online only um so they're doing that um but i mean a- any of the developers or publishers that, that come to the show to present and stuff and like 
you know, take up stage time. They're, you know, they pay E3 like a premium for that stage. That's how E3 makes their money Mm -hmm. is that. And then they also sold passes to like press people. So Mm -hmm. you had to buy a pass from them. So they were just trying to double dip again. But yeah, they were just like, no, do not charge people for this. We'll we'll do our own thing on like YouTube or whatever. I mean, heck, Jeff Keighley, like that summer of gaming, his four month event. It's just, it's going to be interesting how that's going to work out. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not even going to lie. Jeff has some pool, (laughs) like a Mm -hmm. lot of pool. So I don't know how you're going to like, I don't know. It's just, E3 needs the, like, I feel like the gaming industry needs to adapt, and I feel like we've talked about that before, like, certain consoles and, like, just how certain things go into development. Like, what do they do? Do they do a survey to see what people are saying, or do they just look at everybody else and go, like, "Mm, maybe we should try that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I would think that, you know, you, you have to you know, observe, you know, the market and see what your competitors are doing, of course. But, you know, and anytime you can get, you know, consumer feedback is that's the most valuable stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully they can, uh, you know, turn themselves around and they can keep E3 going. I, I would like to see it continue. Um, but, you know, if it's, uh, if it's not meant to be, it'll die out, and we'll just get our news some other way. So Yeah. I mean, well, heck, like I said, we have Summer Gaming, where they have the Day of the Dips as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It historically has been an indie games showcase uh, produced by Double Fine Productions and I Am 8-Bit. Uh, but last year, in light of the pandemic, it was run as a digital event in June and again in July as part of Jeff Keighley's four-month-long Summer Game Fest. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be making a return this year. Hell yeah. Uh, I just think that as we talk about Jeff, he like, he, he does a lot. You don't hear about him until around summertime to, mm-hmm. till wintertime for the game awards. I feel like he just has to ask a lot of questions. Like I said, I don't even know if he even see, he probably sees the trailer before anybody else and goes like, Oh shit. Like that amount of trust is awesome. You can pass the torch to the AWA gaming crew. We got you, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> shooting shots all day here. Man, uh, this is an interesting topic that I wanted to talk to you about. You have the Series X. You have the PlayStation 5. You elected to play Outriders on uh, Series X because it was free on Game Pass. Yes. What the hell does this mean, like, right now? What do you mean? Like, Game Pass itself. Like, do you, like, it's a great, it's, it's great. I'm like, it's a beautiful thing. I, honestly, if you have both, I would not pay for the PlayStation. I would just play Game Pass too. That kind of thing. Um, for something like MLB coming to Game Pass on day one, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Because, the exclusivity deal is no longer in effect because it was only on PlayStation mm-hmm. for this long a time. But now that those rights are up and it's coming to Xbox and like the very first year it comes to Game Pass, isn't that pretty huge? I would think so, yeah. Um, like say, I'm not sure exactly how the model sustains itself and, and pays developers like they should be. Um, but I'm guessing that Microsoft's making money somehow on it. You know, it, it's working somewhere. Yeah. Um, 
because I guess if there's enough subscription, there's enough people paying month to month that either don't use the surface as much or they, um, you know, they don't play all the AAA games and stuff like that. But I mean, I guess the devs are making money off of it and Microsoft's making money off of it. They keep it going. And it's a, and it's really solid for consumers as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I just look at it and just think to myself, like, well, damn. Um, just think about how many people had been... I, I, know, I know several people that say, like, well, you guys don't have a baseball game, so I'm not going to play it. So they get the PlayStation. No get really? Yeah, no. Like, uh, MLB The Show has only been on PlayStation from PS3 to right. this time. Well, I'm with you there, but... Uh just didn't think people were that crazy into MLB The Show. <laughs> no, MLB The Show is pretty dope. Like, I really like it. I don't, I don't really get into the sports ball yeah, games. Yeah. So. I, like, I, like, I am the nerdy sports person of the podcast. Yeah. Everyone's like, you're just a jack of all trades, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you like what you like. Shit. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Just, it wasn't my thing. I never really got into it. So. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, there's hasn't been. Well, they did have 2K sport, 2K mm-hmm. baseball. But 2K Baseball is no longer existing, so mm-hmm. there's only MLB The Show. So yep. if you have a PlayStation, you would play those games. And those are pretty good. Like, I like MLB The Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really like baseball games. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a big move. Like you said, if it was exclusive before, now it's coming to Xbox, and it's also being <laughs> Game Pass day one. Well, it's like, how Rogers coming to Game Pass on day one? It's like... That's fucking huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you feel like, I feel like you would have, you know, your game launch, get whatever money you can off of launch, and then like a few months later it would come out on like Game Pass or something, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, okay, well now, you know, you, you're you're able to play these games, but it's like, you didn't get to play them opening weekend because you didn't buy the game from the developer directly, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's how I would think that you would you would monetize your game like that if you were going to involve Game Pass at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently Microsoft's you know making them money moves or something. Yeah, making they've been making them like the last couple of weeks though. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, they're they're putting money up somewhere mm-hmm. that is you know developers are like yeah sure put it on Game Pass that'll work. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's it's great. Like if you have a game like it's only on console, but if like you do have it just. Get play because MLB the show is gonna be great. Yeah, I remember uh, back in the day. I think it was two K. Like I said, if you could throw uh, a perfect game as a pitcher, mm-hmm. then which is one of the hardest things to do, you have a chance to win a million dollars. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. I I came close. <laughs> a couple really? Of, yeah. <laughs> About to make those money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's go. And then they hit me. I'm like, fuck. And then after that, I was able to strike out everybody else. I'm like, good gosh. But no. Um, I guess we got more sports ball news in the uh, PGA Tour announced by yeah. PA. Which is kind of interesting because uh, we're getting two golf games coming because uh, the EA Sports is making one and now 2K is making one. And oh. it, yeah, because they have the exclusivity deal with Tiger Woods to make mm. video games. Which okay, is so, cool. so 2K is making the Tiger Woods game. Yeah. But uh, EA is doing the PGA Tour game. Yeah. I mean, would you not? Inc- <laughs> I wonder if Tiger Woods' likeness would be included in PGA Tour. I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Tiger Woods game. Just saying. Because- I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, this is the thing, though. Also, like when it comes to like 
the rivalries between because I know you don't play sports balls. When it comes to like 2K and then EA, it's like, well, 2K 19 or whatever will come out for their basketball game, mm-hmm. and then it'll be NBA Live 19. Mm-hmm. When it comes to those two, you always go 2K because it's a better game than what the EA game is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about this, the golf thing. But EA makes everything else, like, you know, football, soccer, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I do like a lot of other 2K games. So, yeah. you know, if I had to pick one, I <laughs> yeah. would go with 2K. Yeah. Not knowing anything, literally anything else about them. I barely know how to play golf, okay? Um, <laughs> you play, Did you ever play Mario Golf? No. Really? I didn't have a Nintendo. Oh. I've only ever had PlayStation, so this is my first Xbox. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> Yeah, but I got the switch. I can bring it over whenever it comes out. That's that's gonna be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. They got they're gonna have like speed golf. Hmm. So like where you had to like well you would golf and you had to race your uh, uh, players around to get to your golf. So whoever gets it into the hole faster. It seems like a fun party game. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a fun party game. I can't yeah. wait. But um, oh gosh, the thought just slipped my mind. Oh gosh, going th- thousand miles per hour. Witcher season two has wrapped up. Hell yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, I am here for more Henry Cavill in a bathtub. Let's go. Let's uh, get this. I'm training my body to be like a Cavill. Like I actually had someone go to like you're trimming down. I'm like be quiet. Just shh. you are though. <laughs> you're looking good. All right, damn. You're quiet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But no, what was it? Disco Elysium, a 10 out of 10 now? It wasn't that way a year ago, but this is the final cut. And from what I've gathered, it's because of the voice acting that they added to it. Yeah, so so the fact that they added the voice acting to it makes it a 10 out of 10. So... Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I heard good things about Disco Elysium whenever it came out. I never played it or anything. Um, but it, I mean, it looks like a good, you know, detective story and everything. And now with the final cut and the, you know, the, the awesome voice acting that they have in it, I mean, it could very well just be like Game of the Year masterpiece stuff. So my question to you is this, though. It's on sale right now. Should I buy it? <laughs> is it on PC? Or yeah, is it? so it's on PC. It's on console. Okay. I got the... Sorry. I got the notification yesterday that it went on sale for thirty one ninety nine. I'm like, ooh. Mm. Should I grab it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably download it while I'm here. There you go. <laughs> no, seriously, like that's been a game that I've told Jason to check out. I think I've told you to check out too, but I haven't actually checked it out. But now that they said they've added the voice acting and I have another good friend, uh shout out to Somerville. That said that he really loved and enjoyed the game. Mm-hmm. It's on consoles too, so. There you go. So I think, I'm just looking at this review from IGN. Who did this review? Can I trust you? I mean, hell, we're all part of the same team. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> I've actually talked to Dornbush before uh, on his chat and said like, look, my goal is just to get on Beyond for an episode and then ride off into the sunset. There you go. And then he's like, I hope you stay a while, though. I'm like, I hope you don't just ride off to the sunset. No. <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I'm, I, I made it. See you. Hmm. 
Yeah. We've shot our shot. I yeah. shot my shot. I got here. I did. I talked that shit. Now, if you want to like pay me after that, then you gotta see my agent. <laughs> oh, look at you with an agent and shit now. Look, look at look at you. <laughs> you gotta see your agents, man. I'm telling you, you got to keep everything under contract. Disco Elysium is as much as uh, Simon Carty did this. Said Disco Elysium is as much an exercise in detective fantasy as an evaluation evaluation of your own social socio-political leanings so with that being said after this podcast i will be buying this game (laughs) there you go like i can't wait bro but this game will have to be like on the back burner because like rise persona then that um let's see what else do we go how do you feel about the no ninja gaiden remasters i mean i do know that there there is a one coming but is this a totally completely different game um so apparently it's uh you know the ninja gaiden master collection team was unable to salvage the code from the original versions of ninja gaiden 1 and 2 uh meaning that it had to include the newer Sigma versions of the games, which means that there's not really any way for them to go back and remaster it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it sucks. I think Ninja Gaiden would be a good game to remaster. Or, I mean, I, I think putting out this collection will gauge interest in it well enough. That I mean, that's what they do with remasters, right? That's why they remaster games. I want to go back and play these games. Yeah. I think I think it'll be a cool opportunity to go back and play them. Um, I think it'll gauge interest to see if people are interested in playing a new Ninja Gaiden game, which I think people would be interested in playing a new Ninja Gaiden game. I'm super stoked to play. A, no, like I think I played three just for a little bit and was like, "This is cool." So like when they re- announced it, when's that game supposed to come out? Is that like a Mayish game? What the collection? Yeah, uh, June 10th. June 10th. June. 10th. Holy shit. Yeah. It's pretty what? close. <laughs> Not only that, but when does Russian Click come out? I think June 10th. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be a big day. <laughs> oh, let's take a look. The Summer of Gaming! <laughs> June 11th. June 11th. <laughs> what the hell? Is that what I think it's like June 10th or something? <laughs> yeah, uh, June 11th for Regin and Clank. Oh gosh, bro. What? There's some other shit coming out that week too, isn't there? It's about to get hectic. That's all I know. When does fucking Mass Effect come out? The 14th. Mm. Oh shit. Damn. And then Resident Evil comes out the week before. And then the week after, two weeks after that, that's when Mass Effect comes out. Summer is no longer the dead period for gaming. It is now spring, apparently. <laughs> You're like I'm just saying it right now. I've said it like for like the last four years because like we are like in our four our four, our four years of doing this shit on podcast like consistently. Pick your games wisely. Pick your games wisely. Keep pick your games wisely because we were talking about digital and physical earlier. Know what you want to play. Don't trade shit in if you feel like you're gonna regret it later on. Mm-hmm. Because like I really just had a conversation with someone yesterday, a couple of days ago. He's like, 
he said, I don't, like, he just wants to, like, get this collection. He's like, I'm kicking myself in the ass that I trade this in for another game. I'm like, he said, bro, this is part of the reason why I buy digitally, because I'm not going to sell my console. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to sell my console. And for something like the Switch, it makes sense to have everything right there. I just don't have time. Like, I just don't want to have to switch games and do this, all this. Yeah. Or, like, he said, well, Persona Royals on sale. I'm like, grab it then. Like, if you know, you, like, he traded that game in. I'm like, bro, play it. Like, grab it. It's 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Since I am, like, I just buy digitally because I'm like, I never want to trade my games back in. Like, yeah. even when I bought physical, I I never took them over to GameStop to trade back in because they're just like, yeah, we'll give you uh, we'll give you three nickels and yeah. a couple pennies for this yeah. you know, collection of thirty games you got here. Yeah, um, you know, and it's not it's not really my thing, right? It's like I I would rather just have the game and then go back to it if I want to. Yeah. I'll just pay full price for the new game. It's fine. Yeah, because. You're, you don't really get that much return on your trade-in anyway, unless you trade in... Like, you go spend 60 bucks on a, on a brand-new AAA title, beat it in a weekend, and then go Monday and return it for half price, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, then you get a little bit of money back, sure, but it's like, I'd rather just take my time and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. It's also the fact of... What's the name of... I'm looking for... Ooh, why am I like having such a great conversation right now? Um... When you, like, it was a collector's edition of the game that you want, grab it. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're, buy that physical copy because you know that you're never going to try that in because you wanted that so bad. Yeah, so, I actually managed to get a collector's copy of Fallout 4. Did you? Yeah, I've got, I've got the Pip-Boy. Oh, do you? Well, yeah. damn. That's, like, that's cool. So, well, the fact that, like, you're going you're gonna to get a collector's edition or something, you know you're not going to try that in. But anything else? Digital, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So, but also again, like with the PS Vita thing, I understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Don't, don't, don't kill the messenger. <laughs> I just had to make sure that was clear. Um, let's see. I do want to play Ninja Gaiden though. That's all I gotta say about that. Let's see. I think Last of Us Part. Last of Us, I keep on part to say part two, starts filming this summer. Yeah, the HBO series. Um, it's supposed to begin filming in uh, Calgary, apparently, in July of 2021. Yeah. Damn. So that'll be cool. Uh, I'm excited to see what HBO does with it. Um, I think they do uh, great work making TV shows and such. So I think they've got, they've probably got really good, key, uh, good teams associated with it. Um, you know, The Last of Us. The story itself is, you know, I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, especially the, the first one, you know, it's it's really well written. I think it's concise and it it tells a good story from start to finish, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see how the show turns out and how close or far away it is from the game. Mm-hmm. They said they're going to follow the first game. Yeah. That's good. I mean, yeah. Um, I think I think you could very I think you could do like a, a ten episode maybe eight episode mm-hmm. series pretty easily with the first game um, because it's it's really not super long especially whenever you take out like all the scrounging around for parts and the crafting and the, all that bullshit yeah and you just go with the story and like maybe have some scenes here and there where they go and looking for stuff but you're not spending hours doing it you know mm. um, 
But yeah, so I'm, I I think it'll be I think it'll be really good. Hmm. Yeah, I just I just can't wait for it to come out. Have you seen uh? You still haven't seen Snyder Cut, right? I still have not seen the Snyder Cut. No, yeah. I, I could have watched it this week, but I just I didn't have time to the week it came out. Yeah, I, so, I don't I don't have access to HBO Max either. I need to get that from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Developer cancels PlayStation Vita game was surprised by store closure news. Hmm. I can't believe I can't believe people were still developing for the Vita. Honestly, it's fucking ancient console at this point. Yeah, uh, which is funny is that we always talk about how handheld is is. I guess because everyone thinks PlayStation Eight is like more home console than compared to like this handheld idea, but what makes the well? Why do people not like the Vita so much? I don't know. It's really popular in Japan, but it's just I don't. I don't. I don't think a lot of. I just. I don't think Americans are super into handheld gaming. You know. I love it. <laughs> like, you get it for your Pokemon and stuff like that, and I mean, they do well enough. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't think that, um, I think just as a market, just like, I just don't think the U.S. is super into handheld gaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, maybe maybe other markets are and stuff, but. Oh, gosh. What was the name of it? But, oh, Monster Hunter Rise sold 4 million copies in its debut. Huh, well. See, how do you feel, like, someone, like. Over two, so this game was over two consoles mm-hmm. for World, and it sold five million copies mm-hmm. compared to being exclusive four million. What does that say about that game, that series? That people just love their Monster Hunter. Well, I mean, Monster Hunter World was like you know, kind of Capcom's breakout Monster Hunter, right? I mean, it um, Monster Hunter was it's big in Japan, but it wasn't necessarily. Like big outside of Japan and other places, like it had some cult followings, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Monster Hunter World made it really accessible to like more casual people mm-hmm. and um, popularized it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like outside of Japan. Yeah. So I think you got you know people's I don't know beak wet with that one, and then now you've got Rise come out, and people are like, oh, well, I'm, I need to play the new Monster Hunter. You know, now you've got more fans of the series and I think that that's, it's showing, right? Yeah. You've got people that played World and really liked it and they want to play more Monster Hunter. So now you've got a fan of the series, right? So now they're going to play the new Monster Hunter on whatever console it comes out on, no matter what. Now it's a console seller. Yeah. It's it's definitely a flagship for Nintendo too. Yeah. It's definitely like, it shows because... Like I said, I was talking to the people in the group. They're like, just like they're all over the place. They they were on the Vita, they were on the PSP, they're they're on the PlayStation. They they've been all over the place. I'm like, oh really? I think, and I think, just kind of picturing in my head, um, I think the idea of Monster Hunter works best on a handheld. It, I, th- I think it beautiful. does. Like you you go like and and physically like meet up with your friends with your handhelds, right? And then you you go hunt monsters or whatever together. Like I feel like that that's like kind of like the ideal. Right, so yeah. I feel like it, it works. It'll work better on a Switch than it did on necessarily like a home console, right? Yeah, because you're like uh, some people say we talk about it all the time is like couch co-op is kind of a dying thing. Even though I'm on a separate console, we're still playing together in the same room, mm-hmm. and it just feels good. <laughs> like, yeah, I like couch co-op stuff, and like um, 
with uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Yosef. Um, yeah. The the develop the the lead guy in charge of the development team for it takes two and a way out and all that. Like he's like, I love couch co op and I think that we should be developing more games in that space. Yeah. You know, and he's right. There's just not a lot of games that focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's you know it's an underserved market. Now it is for real. Yeah, for real. Um, you know, and we we had good reception with It Takes Two. I thought a way out was awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I haven't played It Takes Two yet, but it's, it takes two. I mm-hmm. <laughs> swear, like we we gotta get that going because I think uh, I think I talked to you about this. Oh, we were thinking about going to see Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be in theaters for its uh, tenth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So me and Jen were talking about that. It's cool. Yeah, bro. It's fun to go see it in theaters. Yeah. I've seen it in theaters, but... Yeah, I never saw it in theaters. I, I only watched it at home, but... <laughs> A buttload of times. Yeah. Well, once or twice, anyway. Once or twice. I yeah. think I... It's one of my I need to see that new Godzilla movie in theaters, though, I think. Boy, I watched it last night. Like I said, it was... Yeah, I think fans will be alright with it. Yeah. yeah. I think you'll like it. I, I'm not a fan of kaiju, really. I can go ahead and say that on this podcast. I, I could really care less. I like kaiju. I don't know. It's fun. I like Pacific Me. Rim. Hmm? I like Pacific Rim. It's a kaiju movie? I'm, I'm talking about like... I mean, you know, it's like a big mecha movie with kaiju in it, but you know. I'm talking about like Godzilla himself. Everyone's like, Godzilla this and Godzilla that. And like, if you're a fan of Kong, it's like, oh, why are you a fan of Kong? Did you watch the Pacific Rim anime on Netflix? No, I didn't know there was an anime. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Damn. I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch Skull Island because I just didn't watch it. But I also think that Peter Jackson's King Kong was so much better than what I've watched so far in all these other movies. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's Peter Jackson, though. (laughs) He's a great one. I'm just over here surfing to make sure we didn't miss anything. Yeah, I didn't really hear a whole lot uh, this week. Uh, I was just, you know, busy at work and stuff like that, and uh, playing I'm, Outriders and whatnot. But I'm looking at some of the top uh, topics from like commentary from Kotaku. They say games like Outriders really need offline modes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that's the thing. It because Outriders wants to be this single player story that you can play co-op, right? That's how it markets itself, but it's really acting more like a live service game, and which it claims it's not. But, yeah, if, if their servers are down, you just cannot play that game. <laughs> you, liter- you literally can't. You cannot start the game. You cannot load into the game with your character if that uh, if their servers are down and you cannot log into their servers. So, I would agree with that statement, that they should have some sort of offline mode. But, um, unfortunately, in offline mode, that's not just like flip a switch and now the game's offline. That's It's going to take a massive rework of the core components of that game um because how it works is basically your save data isn't on your console it's on their server yeah like that's where all your guns and where your character information is at is on their servers well that's the thing too we're tough a lot like a lot been having a lot of fun with both these games so these are like the hot topics right now uh with monster i'm like uh, like jacob like I was playing locally with him, and like I, he's like, "Well, 
I have you here to help me with like my village quest. The village quests are the offline mode stuff. And I told him like, bro, I can't help you with those. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, that is specifically for you to do. He's like, well, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like for someone that talks so much about how there should be offline play, this is the opportunity for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you should be able to hold your own. You know like, what I mean? seriously. But. It's it's just, like you said, like, offline, there, like, there's an offline mode, and then there's an online mode. And, like, I'm not talking shit about anybody. It's just, like, Jacob's getting new. Like, it takes it took me a while, too, to get used to some of it. Because, honestly, when new games like this come out, they give you all these tutorials and shit. I just skip half of it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the fucking tutorial for Outriders is like, ugh. <laughs> like, I know how to sprint. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I get it. Yeah, if I if this was the first video game that I ever played, yes, I would like for you to tell me how to do this stuff. But it's like, can I not just, like, can you, like, press a button to say, I know how to play a third-person shooter? Like, come on. Use the right thumbstick to look around. Yes. Oh gosh. Dude. Like, like it, it's it's pretty it's pretty rough. I'm like, all right, come on now. This is a little much, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we can get on that. Like I said, shorter podcast because there's not really much to talk about, and people are doing shit right now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> For real. So I guess we can just get to like, what's your game of the week? Uh, Outriders. Outriders. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you have Xbox Game Pass, it's it's on console right now. Uh, it's not on the PC version of Game Pass. It apparently will be coming to that later, though, if you are interested in picking it up on Game Pass. Hell yeah. Um, so far, so good. I, I've been enjoying it, so that's what I've been <laughs> Game of the Week. That's yours? Let's see. I'm just going to recommend Rise again. <laughs> like recommend last week. I recommend it every week. Keep recommending this game, like you said. Cheater. <laughs> Cheaters. My, I'm the host. <laughs> I make the rules. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, sheesh. I'm just trying to think about any other game. Disco Elysium. Uh, you're fine. Like, no, seriously. I was thinking like any other game. Disco Elysium. Like, after this podcast, I'm really going to buy it. <laughs> there you go. It should be a fun time, but I like it's gonna be a backburner experience because it's supposed to be like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, uh, yeah. So D and D tonight. D and D tonight. Um, yeah. So anime of the week. Uh, I actually recommend uh, the Dota anime on Netflix. It's actually pretty sweet. Is it? Yeah. I don't. I don't know a thing about Dota. Right. I, I never played Dota. I know that it's. I have a vague understanding that it's like made in the same universe as Warcraft, I think, or it's made by the same developers, I think. Yeah. But I, I think that could be wrong, honestly. I don't know the first fucking thing about Dota. Um, but anime was cool shit. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's your game of the week. Uh, yeah, that'll be my, my, that's my recommended anime of the week. So. Oh, gosh. Let me play something so we can get the hell out of here. After seven, you heard it here first. Yeah. You didn't like podcasts. Once get the fuck out. What? Love. I'm done with this shit. I love podcasts. Don't let this man fool you. <laughs> I love my podcast. 
Don't oh. get started. Yeah. <laughs> Is it beer 30? <laughs> it's beer 30. Oh, gosh. Okay, my my anime of the week is had to be uh, this is ready or not after seven by the way, but my anime of the week is gonna have to be Castlevania if we're gonna go in that same realm because that's exactly what it is. Netflix has been killing it with anime, dude. Like I don't know about Blood of Zeus though. I think Blood of Zeus. Did you? That was awesome. What? I love, I like Greek mythology. I love Greek mythology too, but... You know, I love, I think, what they did to the gods. It was awesome. I loved their, like, sassiness and that back and forth that they had. I thought the characters in that show were great. I'll give you the world. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had a moment there, guys. It's been really fun, though, to do this in person again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't actually done it in a while. A year of just sitting at home, but like we said, like, look, after we get our shots, back at it, bro. Back at it. <laughs> yeah. But I hope you all have a great week. We got shit to do. <laughs> and I pray that you be over there for me forevermore. Oh. I think I can shoot my shot now. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, but that's either here or there. You all have a great week, and this is actually about to go up now because of all the hard tribes we've had so far. You guys can have it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have a good one. Happy Easter. <laughs>